Back in 2018, my whole family was gathered together not very far from here at the VA, the Veterans Affairs Hospital on UAB's campus. We were there to celebrate my father because it was my dad's last day serving at the VA where he had spent many years in service as a physician. We knew this moment was going to be a great change. A great change, not because he wouldn't continue to serve, because my father was planning on continuing to serve, to take some hours at the hospital, to still be there in his role as a physician with patients. But it was still going to be quite a change in the amount of hours he was going to be giving. Now, as the rest of us in the family adjusted to this change, I started to notice a shift. Whenever I'd come home, my dad would be there with his Bible or some other theological text usually in the morning as he was getting ready for the day. Soon after that, my dad started looking into other programs to learn more about what God has to teach us. And one of these programs, the one he ended up spending the most time with, was Education for Ministry, EFM. And soon after that, I remember my dad starting to ask me about CPE, or clinical pastoral education, which is something that most seminarians go through. It's a program of hospital chaplaincy. And so thanks to Malcolm Marler and the others, uh, including Vic at the, uh, the pastoral care department, the, the chaplaincy program over at UAB, my dad got involved in doing CPE at the hospital. He fell in love with the program. And he started to realize that there was a particular group at the hospital that was being underserved, a particular group that, as a doctor, my dad was particularly equipped to serve the healthcare staff. And so with that, my dad tried to figure out a way to make this a new ministry, serving these people in the hospital. And he realized that one of the things that you see with doctors is that they like credentials. And it, ju- and it just so happens that the church has a particular ministry that fits a really good credential, a ministry of service, the ministry of the diaconate. In a nutshell, this is the process that my father went through in discerning, in being right here in this seat today. 
throughout this time, throughout this discernment, my dad was not only looking at what God is calling him to do now, but was also seeing the skills, the abilities, the things that he had that he could offer up for this service, this new thing that God was calling him to do. And this is the very vein of our reading from the prophet Jeremiah today. When Jeremiah is uncertain about God's call to him to go out and be a prophet, the Lord says to Jeremiah these words, Do not say, I am only a Na'ar, for to all to whom I send you shall go, and whatever I command you shall speak. Be not afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you. Now, I use the actual Hebrew word here because it is mistranslated in this passage. Yes, the word na'ar can mean boy, but it is more appropriately translated in its fullest meaning as the word servant. You see, a way we can look at this text, which is often different from how we interpret it, is by seeing this word in its fullness, na'ar as servant. Jeremiah's father was a priest, which meant in his day and age, that would make Jeremiah a priest as well, or at the very least, a priest when it was time for him to fill into that role. So for Jeremiah, what he's thinking about, whether it's as a youth or whether it's as years of service, when he's talking to God, he's thinking about this role, this role as a current or future servant of God's people, as a priest. And so it's this servanthood, this servanthood within the temple, that Jeremiah sees as preventing his worthiness to serve God as a prophet. But God doesn't see it that way. What we see in all of Scripture, not just with Jeremiah, is that God calls people to new tasks regardless of their age or experience. He called Abraham and Sarah to be parents when, by the biblical account, they were very, very old. God even calls those in middle age as well. He called Moses to service. This was after Moses had grown comfortable in his life with his job and his wife and his children. We see Jesus calling Peter and the sons of Zebedee from their lives as fishermen 
to go out and fish for people. Paul was called by the risen Lord after years of persecuting the church to then become one of the greatest advocates and leaders of that same church. God called the other prophets, many from their own professions, and called people like Amos, who was a shepherd and a dresser of sycamore trees. God even calls the very young, as he does in the temple with Samuel, who would one day become a prophet. And as God called Mary from maidenhood to be the mother of God on earth as our Lord Jesus Christ. In all of these cases, and especially with Jeremiah, we see the need to be open to what God is working in us. We need to be open to what God is using us for, to how God sees our own gifts and talents, even when we not, may not see how what we possess, those abilities we have, may be best serving God. We have to accept that God may be calling us to something new and different, such as serving as a deacon after years of serving as a physician. Being called to something new and different, being called to any change, can be scary. That's true whether you're being called by God from your current servanthood or being called by God to a new servanthood. That's what we see with the diaconate, a new servicehood. Because that word deacon, just like the word na'ar, means just that. It means servant. And like all ministries, whether lay or ordained, the diaconate is called to represent Christ Jesus to all people in the work of that ministry. In accepting God's call to this servant ministry, my dad has listened to this way that God is calling him to serve in a new way. He's taken that call to be a servant to all, even to those healthcare professionals that he worked alongside with for many, many years. He has taken the call to represent Christ Jesus as a servant, that very call that Jesus tells us about in our gospel reading. And he's doing so by now being a servant to those healthcare professionals he worked with. As we will shortly hear in Bishop Curry's examination of my dad, a deacon is called to bring the needs of the world to the church. And in this way, a deacon serves as an example to all of us here. 
Yet there's an important way that the soon-to-be Reverend Dr. John Ira Kennedy Jr. has begun to be an example to all of us already. And this is a way that I hope you will take home with you today. God often calls us to new service in our lives. That's regardless of our age, whether we are young, middle-aged, or old. It's regardless of our role, whether it's lay or ordained. As we see in my father's life, as we see in Jeremiah's and Paul's and all those who have come before us, we do not know what God will call us to do. We do not know when it is that God will call us to that new task, that new work. But if we can remain open, if we can allow ourselves to see the trajectory that God has laid out for us throughout our lives, then we will see how God is and has been and will be molding and shaping us to serve our Lord in this world. All of us have this as our vocation, to heed God's call when God calls out to us. That is all any of us can ask from one another, and it is all any of us can do.